So choosing connection, choosing things that have significance. And the N is now is the time because truly we are not promised tomorrow. We never know what's going to happen. And so now is the time to take action on our, I like to call them our big, bold, crazy dreams. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Goals Do Come True with me, Doug Bennett. And today I am joined by Bevin Harand. She's from across the pond. I don't know. I always get confused. You know, I can't work out the accents, whether it's Canada or America or whatever. But anyway, she's from across the pond. And her business is Take the Damn Trip. And I think that is. I just saw it and I just thought I've got to have her as a guest on my podcast. So here we are, Bevin. Tell us a little bit of background. Tell us tell us where Take the Damn Trip comes from, how it fits in goals. Tell us where you are in, in, in across the pond. Anyway, I'm crack in. on. All right. <laughs> All over to you. So I'm in the US. I'm in Ohio. And technically, Ohio should be the no accent of the US, US. It's called general American. So I don't know. I'll leave that up to your listeners. <laughs> that's all good. That's good. Um, I don't need to translate. That's fine. That's right. <laughs> but so take the damn trip is, it's not about vacations. People sometimes see it and think, oh, like go on a vacation. It's not actually just about that. So The backstory of it is that in 2019, my husband surprised me with this whirlwind trip to France for my 40th birthday. So he told me about it in May so that we could plan because we had two young children. They were going to be 10 months and two and a half when we went. And so we had a lot of planning to do. We had to have childcare. I had to have enough breast milk frozen, like all the things. And we were only going to be on the ground in Bordeaux for about 39 hours. So the flights took the same amount of time as how long we're going to be because he was like, this is the first time we'll be away from both kids. So we planned this trip as we're planning it. I got laid off from my job. It was the third time I'd been laid off. And at that point I said, I'm not going to look for a job anymore. I'm going to relaunch a business. Like I'm going to launch my business as a brand strategist, as a launch execution strategist. And But we were very much a two-income family. So like this was a big stressor for us. And so we figured out, okay, how do we make this comfortable for both of us? I joked, well, it was actually very serious, but said in a joking tone, I said, well, if I don't make another penny from here forward, we will run out of money on October 12th. And so it was, but you know, it was nice to have that understanding of our goals. Like how, how do we need to continue to, to work and grow this business? So, but even two days before we left on the trip, I said, is this crazy? Should we not go? Like, this seems a little crazy. And we decided to go. We had an amazing time. We had great food, great wine. We wandered the city together. It was an amazing time to reconnect to who we were before we had kids, even before we got married, who we were as a couple, because we were a really good team. We were a great partnership. So we came back from the trip. It was Thanksgiving weekend. 
Thanksgiving week. So we, which is a very American holiday. So it was Thanksgiving, (laughs) but Mark had taken the whole week off work. We did stuff around the house. We took our daughter to her first movie theater show, had Thanksgiving with our friends and family, which was always my favorite holiday. And then the day after Thanksgiving, Mark just didn't wake up. He passed away in the middle of the night. We had no idea he was sick. He had undiagnosed heart disease. One of his arteries was 95% blocked. The other was 50% blocked. And so all of a sudden I was in this whole new world of a solo parent to two children under the age of three, sole financial provider, running a business. And it was obviously without my best friend and my biggest cheerleader. So about a month after that, I posted something on Facebook that just said, you know, I didn't really talk about my birthday much this year because all of this happened. But I'm so glad that Mark and I took this trip. And we're on this adventure together. And I said, whenever you're faced with a choice, just take the damn trip. And that really resonated with people. Got a ton of people reaching out to me about it. And it made me think back to the hardest things that I've been through in my life, not just losing Mark, but I lost my dad to cancer when I was 24. I lost my home in a house fire in 2010. Been very open about the fact that my kiddos are IVF babies. So I've been through several years of fertility treatments. And I had to think about what is it that I do differently than other people to navigate these situations with some grace and creativity and still create amazing things. Like I took my business to multiple six figures, even in 2020, even while grieving the loss of my husband and especially while being the mom I wanted to be to these kiddos. So I came up with this framework which is based around the word damn. So it actually means something. I'm not just super sweary. (laughs) No, no, that's fine. It sort of becomes sweary when you add ED on the end of it, I think. I think it's like calmer and softer when it's just damn. Go for it, go for it. Yeah, so it, it is really like the whole message of Take the Damn Trip is that we we need to connect more with the people that we love the most do the crazy thing that's in our heart and really just take the damn trip. So the damn stands for decide and declare, which is so critical in goal setting, which is why I loved your message. Attend your own party, which is really about staying present in the moment and also understanding that we create our experience of life through our thoughts. And so when we know that, then it's just a really powerful position to come from. The M is meaningful moments. So choosing connection, choosing things that have significance. And the N is now is the time because truly we are not promised tomorrow. We never know what's going to happen. And so now is the time to take action on our, I like to call them our big, bold, crazy dreams. Well, folks, well, there's a story. There's (laughs) a story. And bless you. Thank you. Bless you in, in, you know, what you've been through and... Yeah, I, I, I detect uh, joie de vivre <laughs> yeah. within you, you know, li- little giggles and, 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 and you just seem so very full of life. And I love that. I love that. Thank so you. thank you for sharing that story. Now, goals then. Yeah. Because that's obviously what you saw. We, we you know, we don't know each other. We, we met online. Yeah. <laughs> so, as we all do these days <laughs> as we all do these days yeah on a podcast collaboration just in case my wife yeah. is listening and and you know i i resonated with the, the you know take the damn trip because that's like do it now 
that's yeah. the important thing. And you resonated with the goal setting thing. So let's merge the two a little bit here. Tell it. Tell us. Tell us a bit more about the movement that you've got yeah. because you've just described. You know what DAM stands for, yeah. but describe where it makes a difference. When this whole take the damn trip thing came up, and like I said, everybody was like, "Oh, it's like take a vacation." So trip actually is four questions that I ask my pe- my clients, my people, like just everyone when they're trying to decide like if their goal is something to go after. And um, it spells the word trip because it's easier for me to remember. <laughs> I like things that spell words. Hey, you like words. simple. I like simple. <laughs> I'm a simple man. It's like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you're thinking about something you really want to bring to life, the four questions I ask are, is it your top priority? That's the T, top priority. Or are you willing to make it your top priority? Because if you are, you're going to have to say no to some things. Yep. You know, one of the things in the decide and declare piece is we got to find our yes and our why. So what my newest trip is that I'm Mark and I were about 60 days away from starting our third round of IVF to have our third kid. And so I decided actually to move forward with that on my own. So I'm now 35 weeks pregnant Wow! <laughs> and with my third kid with embryos that Mark and I have frozen. And I went through these same questions, these same mindsets to make the decision. So I decided, is this my top priority? Which means I'm going to have to say no to some other things to make this happen. The second question, the R is, are you willing to resource it? And so resourcing is not just adding money to it. Sometimes money is the least important piece, but are you willing to put your time, your energy, your focus, your attention, and maybe some money to it? Again, it was like deciding to have this third child. I had to say, okay, am I willing to put the money into having the childcare that I need? Am I willing to put the time and the emotional energy into going through another round of IVF? Because you don't just accidentally end up pregnant when you're going through it. There's a lot that goes into it. So are you willing to resource it? And then the I is, is it inspiring? So that's two parts. One, is it something you're moving towards rather than away from? So is it something you really want to create? Like, I want to create a really amazing, sustainable business is more inspiring than I will do anything to get out of this job. So is it inspiring? Because it's something we move towards because our brain works better that way. But also on the days that it gets hard and it will get hard, oh, yeah. the inspiration takes you through. And then the fourth question is, is it personal? Is it your goal? Because too often... We are chasing goals and dreams that are actually somebody else's. There's something our parents maybe were excited about for us, a partner, and we, or we've just gone down this path for so long that we have momentum and we're, we don't want to make the big shift. So those are the four questions. Like when you're thinking, okay, is this goal something I'm all in on? I love it. That is amazing. Well, I'm speechless for a start, and and I, hopefully my team will leave that pause in there. Um, because, <laughs> you know, because some pauses need to be left in. But to to carry on with the IVF, yeah, that that is incredible. That is that's that's just an incredible gift that you're giving yourself for everything else that you've been through. So that's that's just amazing, and I love. I just love it. I just love well, that it. was it. When I, a little bit of time after Mark had passed, I said, 
it's not fair that that dream was also stolen from me. Mm. And I was talking to my sister and I said, there's never a day that this isn't going to be a totally crazy idea. It's not like, Mm -hmm. oh, in three years, I'm going to wake up and be like, oh, now it makes sense. (laughs) So I said, I can do it now when my body is this age, not five years older. My kids are closer in age because I knew, I truly knew that if I didn't do this, that it was going to be the thing when I wake up and I'm 75 that I regret. Yeah, yeah. And that was not something I was willing to live with. And so, but here's the thing, not everybody is excited about it. There are some people in my life who did not support it because it scared them. And that's one of the pieces of the decide and declare is that we don't need permission to go after our big dreams, but sometimes we unconsciously go around asking for it. And we say, I'm thinking about starting this business. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Thinking about quitting my job. Do you think that I should? Or even like thinking about like getting back out there and dating. Like, do you think I should do it? And the person that you say that to tries it on for size for themselves. Yep. If they're not comfortable with it, they can't, they can't give you their permission because they feel emotionally attached to the outcome. Yes. But if instead you say, Hey, I'm doing this thing. I'd love your support, but your decision on whether or not to support me is not going to change my decision on whether or not to do it. So I need to just let my wife know I'm getting a second Harley Davidson, right? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Okay. So remember when I said, (laughs) there are ways to make people more comfortable (laughs) with your crazy idea. (laughs) Okay. 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 That's fine. That's fine. It's it's particularly significant because tomorrow morning I'm off to Scotland on my Harley. Um, So I'm taking that damn trip and and I'm going on my own. Well, I'm going with a friend. So my my wife, Bonnie, is not interested in motorcycles at all. But you are. But obviously, at the moment, you've got to be a little bit careful with, you know. Not right now, but I love No, no, no. No, I, I like that. Now, Ask people about big, hairy, audacious goals, but we've touched on like you've got the T-shirt on a couple of those, as we say in the UK. <laughs> you've got the T-shirt on some big, hairy, audacious goals now. But what have you got? Stuff that you're working towards at the moment. I want to find out a little bit about this movement and uh, and yeah. stuff like that. So, a big, hairy, audacious goal. We like those. Are you working I on do. one? Tell me. My shift. So when I started my company when I relaunched it in 2019, this was not it. It was actually like, it was focused on, like I said, brand strategy. So now my shift in 2021 has been really doubling down on this damn framework and take the damn trip. And there's a, there's a whole lot of, like, if anybody has seen something with the word damn on it, it's probably mine. Like I have a mastermind called grow the damn business. I have a meditation called just one damn minute, like, because it's all around that framework. So I'm in the middle of writing my book proposal because I really want to write a book about this. I tell people like my big hairy audacious goal is like, I want to be on the Ellen show before it ends, which is in the next year. Okay. <laughs> so I started like saying that out loud. So that it gets over to their team. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 that that's good. You just, yeah. You just got to keep tweeting that. Yeah. Just keep tagging her in my, and see what happens. My goal really, I mean, is to take this brand to a place that is, you know, it's a half a million dollar brand where I'm speaking about it and writing the book and have courses because I want it. The money is is a, an important part of the goal so that I have something that I know whether I hit it or not. Mm-hmm. But really, it's about sharing the message 
in a lot of different ways so I can reach a lot of people. So that means some people will want to read a book. Some people will want to take a course. Some people will want to come listen to a, a podcast. Listen to a podcast. Listen to a podcast. <laughs> Those are the best people are the ones that want to listen to the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, we love them. We love them. <laughs> so that's it is really to take this and share it with as many people as I possibly can. Cool. Yeah. Do you write things down? Do you are you a visioner or are you a, a writey downer type I, person? I am less so recently, and I don't know why that is, but there's actually one of the pieces that we have right now is the take the damn trip planner and, and journal, where you actually like break down your yes and your why, but then part of the now is the time is micro actions because no matter what your goal is, the hardest place to be is standing still is the start of it yeah. because we don't have any momentum. And so with inertia, it's an object at rest tends to stay at rest. So I encourage people to do micro actions, which is the smallest possible action that you will actually take towards your goal. Because sometimes we say, okay, I'm going to do this thing, right? I'm going to start a business. I'm just going to, I'm just going to build a website. That's a big task. Yes. So we break it down to, I'm just going to go by the URL. I'm just going to write the headline for the homepage. And you start these micro actions and those will help you build momentum that will then take you further. It's like you're standing at the bottom of a mountain looking up, looks very far away. But if you just went tree to tree to tree to tree, you could climb the entire mountain just getting those little steps. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I'm, I'm, I talk in my book about just starting off with little goals. Yeah. Rather, rather than sort of, you know, I want to, my business, I want my business to turn over 10K a month. You know, that seems to be the figure that everybody in it's, the whole wide world. It's the thing right now. Yeah. It's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> you know, get to the 10K. And it's like, yeah. Right, but it's your you, know, you haven't got a website, so so 10k might actually be a little bit too big a goal. Yeah, to, to start with. I so tell a lot of my clients, I'm like, you can't have your second client till you get your first one. So just yes. get the first one. Yes, and focus on that, and 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 not even just that, but focus on what are the activities that you can actually impact. Because sometimes people will say, I just want to get to that 10k month, right? Well, when we just focus on that, I always say wishing and hoping is a terrible business strategy. So we're just wishing and hoping for that. But if instead we say, okay, so to get to that 10K month, I need to sell X number of product or I need to have, you know, 10 people hire me. Okay. So what does it take for those 10 people? Well, I have to have four discovery calls right? Like four, I have to talk to four people about the services that I provide. And one out of four of those people will hire me. Okay. So you need to do 40 of those, which is a little over one a day. And that's what you then focus on is getting those things. When you know the actions and you actually focus on the actions, then the results are much more likely. And the other thing, I mean, just heading for a 10K goal, that's great. You've got one 10K month. Right. What about the month after and the month after and the month after? You know, because right. that can go awfully wrong. Because the mad yeah. thing is that we start spending based on, hey, I've had one 10K month. Yeah. I'm going to start living that dream. And it's like, Tell well, me. you need it. 
the month after and the month after. So. Well, and you want yeah. to do it in a way that's in no matter what your goal is, again, whether it's fitness or business or relationships, you want to build it in a way that it's enjoyable and sustainable. Yes. Because you can do anything. Like if, if somebody came to me, I once was in an apprenticeship and I was leaving. I was going to started in Italy and London. It started in London. And then I was going to Italy for five weeks after it. And it was a super expensive apprenticeship. And I lost all my funding two weeks before I was supposed to go. So I had two weeks to come up with $60,000. Wow. And I did it, but it was not a sustainable way. It's not how I would do it today. Cause mm. I, and, you know, like put some on credit cards and, you know, like I, it's not how I would encourage people to do it. And it certainly was not something I could do month after month after month. If it's an emergency, if you need an emergency cash infusion, that's one thing. But to build a business or build something that is sustainable, you want to do it incrementally and slowly because you want it to be something that is repeatable, that is sustainable, that you enjoy doing. That's another thing. You've got to enjoy it because there's some obstacles coming. Yeah. There's obstacles coming and there's things that will get in the way. No, that, why, no. Why would you do it if you weren't going to enjoy it? I mean, why would we put ourselves in that position? So many other things that you could do. You know, yeah. there's so many other things that you could do if you're not going to enjoy what you're doing. No, I like that. That's a nice couple of little things in there. So I'm going to ask you for your top, top tip, little nugget that Bevin thinks the world should know. We never know what's going to happen, right? To ourselves, to our kids, to the people that we love. And the thing is, that's not a reason to live scared, but it is a reason to live fully. And that's been the thing for me is that I have two kids. I'm third on the way. They're two and four right now. And they do all sorts of things that are scary. They jump off. My son especially jumps off things. And I don't want to put him in a bubble because I want him to experience life fully. And I want to experience life fully with him. So I can't live scared. And and it's interesting because having lost Mark so unexpectedly, there are some people who would have responded by just being terrified. Yes. And somebody said that to me once. They're like, well, what if something happens to you? And I said, I cannot live my life like I might die tomorrow. It's not fair to my kids. It's not fair to me. No. So I just have to live really fully and make the choices that are the meaningful moments for myself, for my kids. It's why even building this business, I don't work 80 hours a week. I wake up with my kids every morning, 95% of the time I put them to bed. I, during the school year, I leave my desk at three and go pick my daughter up from preschool because I don't want to wait till they are older to be able to build a business. But I also don't want my business to stop me from, from experiencing their young years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we've got to just understand that we need to live fully every day. Live each day as if it's your last. Plan as if you're going to live forever. That's my mantra on things. I love it. Yeah. And so we have to live each day. And everybody listening, live each day. Seize the day. Make the most of it. And I think that's a perfect spot to end this episode. 
Bevin, it's been an absolute pleasure. We're going to make sure that all of your info is contained within the show notes. But you got one little pitch fest. Tell us, <laughs> tell us the people that you want to reach out to you. What, what would be your ideal person to click on the link and get in touch? Oh, great. So there's, a, I mean, truly anyone who has that, like has been pushing that dream to the side. There's a lot of ways you can apply the DAM framework to those big dreams. Now, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs who are trying to take their business to that sustainable, scalable 10K and beyond a month because I've done that. And so it's I teach that to people. But I also, when I come back from maternity leave, want to support other women who are on a fertility journey because it's a really hard emotionally, financially, physically taxing journey. So it is really, I love, I love working with entrepreneurs. I particularly love working with women who have big dreams and, and maybe they're not even sure what it is, but they know that they are meant for something more. There we go. Thank you very much. I know there's a time difference between us. I don't know what time it is. Your kids are probably all in bed or they're Oh no, it's morning. Go. They're, uh, they're out morning. of the pool. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, I got it. I, I got it the wrong way around, you know. Anyway, this global world that we're living in, it's been an absolute pleasure. You're a joy. I think you're fantastic. And I've only known you for like 20, 25, 30 minutes. <laughs> you're amazing. You've got such a take on life. Thanks very much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to review and subscribe on Apple, Google or Spotify. I'd love to hear about your goals. You can share them with me at dougbennett.co.uk.